My name is Vida, Sister Prince. Today is Wednesday, May 12, 1993, and I am interviewing Emma Radford on her life for the Oral History Project Race and Memory in St. Louis. This is an independent study of mine supported by the Missouri Historical Society. Okay. So, so that, so Emma, you would like to uh, but I, uh, what gets me, I don't understand why they keep this black, black. It's a whole lot of, uh, you know, my race is not even black. Brown? The brown. And now, would you call me black or would you call me brown? Brown. That's, that's what I think. But don't care if you can have. I remember one time we had something, and this girl had one eighth Negro blood in her. One eighth of it, you know, one eighth. And they classed her as a Negro at that time. And was she very pale? Light? Huh? Was she very light? Was she almost white? Yeah, she was almost white. I had a cousin. He was almost white. So, how would you like to be known, as an? I would. I, I'm gonna tell you. I like the word the Negro. You like Negro. I don't like nigger, but I like. I like the. But don't. That's that's what we are. We're Negroes. We're not niggers. But most of the people want to be the blacks. The blacks. The blacks. It's not everybody in my race are black. Oh, no. you see a whole lot of them. Light as you, but because there was a little cross there, they had to make it all black. Cause there was a little what? A little, a little cross of white and colored mixed together. Oh, see? I see. So if you're white, then you need to be black. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's let's start a little bit at the beginning. Um, your date of birth, you told me, was April twenty eighth, nineteen o two. Yeah. So you're ninety one years old. Ninety one. And um, your place of birth was Canton, Mississippi. Mississippi. Um, tell me, um, when you were growing up, who lived in your home? Uh, my, you mean? Mm -hmm. In your home, your mother and your mother father. Mother, my father. It was eleven of us kids. And where did you fit into the eleven children? I was in the middle. Mm -hmm. I was the, the you know, the middle uh -huh. kid. Right. So what was that like being the middle kid? It was all right. It's okay. Mm -hmm. um, of course, my mother died when I was eleven. When I was 14 years old, I was taking care of my younger sisters and brothers. Did your father ever remarry? He remarried, but he didn't remarry for about five years mm -hmm. later. Okay. So you... I was trying to think, when did Papa? I don't know. I've forgotten now when he got married. I wish Daisy was in. That, that was my sister didn't forget nothing. <laughs> we need Daisy. Yeah. Um, what um, 
did he remarry before you came up to East St. Louis? Who? Your father? Only he was married, but my mother died. Right, but then did he remarry before he came to East St. Louis? Before oh, no. you moved? No, he no. never he didn't he didn't remarry until uh, no. He remarried five years after my mother died. Okay. And she died in 1913, I believe. What would it be? 1914. 1914, okay. Um, all right, so there were 11 of you. And uh, where did you live? What kind of area did you live in, in, in uh, Canton? Well, it was, in, it was on a farm. A farm? Yeah. Man that we lived on his farm. Uh-huh. And your, and your daddy worked in the fields? Yeah. He worked on the farm. What kind of farm was it? What cotton. Picking cotton. cotton. Picking cotton. Did you pick cotton too? <laughs> Such little as it was. <laughs> you picked a little? <laughs> I hated the farm worse than anybody. That kind of work? I don't like it. I did like it. Um, did you go to school? I went to school some, but not like we should have gone. Uh -huh. Did you walk to school? Oh, yeah. You walked everywhere then. And how far away, how long did it take you to get to school? I was thinking about, I don't, I just can't say. All right, when you say it wasn't like it should have been, what was it like? What uh, school? We didn't get enough education in the country. We got after we got older. We got our education back in the city. Mm -hmm. What little we got. Now some of the kids got a pretty good education. If you did got as far as the eighth grade, you was doing fine. And how far did you get, Emma? I always just said eighth grade. Eighth grade. Because see, I was, I was, I had to take, I had to take care of my, my kids, my sisters and brothers. Mm -hmm. And when I got through with all of the work on the farm, that's when I went to school. Were you the oldest girl? Huh? Were you the oldest girl? No, I'm telling you, now I was in the middle. You were in the middle, it but was I five, didn't know. Five, I, was five older than me. But I didn't know if they were girls. And five below. Below you, know. right. But I didn't know if you had older sisters or not. Yeah, I you had did. them, but they didn't, they didn't stay with us. They didn't stay at home. Oh. See, I was the oldest one, only one that Papa could say we're going to move here or we're going to move there because the older sisters and brothers and five were older than me, they wouldn't go to back to the country. Okay. Um, and I wasn't, I couldn't walk up and tell my dad at, at 14 that I wasn't going to do anything. No. Your children was children and the grown people was grown people. Did you ever have a chance to play? Now don't get me lying. Huh? No, I never had. Of course, I could have played when I'm taking care of 
my uh, I started taking care of my baby sisters when she was two. My mother died when she was two. I guess I ain't going to put this in there. Something I did so I could play. <laughs> what did you, were you able to go to church? Oh yeah, we went to Sunday school. Whether you leave or not, you went to Sunday school and you went to church. And what, what church was it? I can't remember this church now, but it was a Baptist church because mm -hmm. my dad was a Baptist minister. Mm -hmm. Oh, your father was a Baptist minister? Mm -hmm. So did he, he, was that his church? No, he never, he never passed the church. So, did you, would you say the church played a, a, a big role in your oh, life? Oh, yes. The Christ will play a good, a big role in anybody's life if they just listen to him. Okay. Now, that's my belief. Um, my father's password was, oh. I thank God for Jesus. I didn't know at that age what he meant. But after I grew older, I knew what he meant. See, Jesus was the only child God had. And when he said, I thank God for Jesus, that's what he was teaching us kids to mm -hmm. always respect Jesus because Jesus was the only child that God had and God taking care of everything. Emma, did you ever have any toys when you were little? Hmm? Did you have any toys when you were little? No. no. Well, it was something somebody throw away and give us. It was something... No, we, I, never had a, I never had a child's life. Well... When you take a child at 14 years old and put them in the kitchen to cooking and taking care of you can't, you can't claim that as a child's life. Emma, did you know that there was a child's life that you could have had? No, not at that age. Because we didn't have anything. And if you don't have these things, you don't know. I'm sitting here and talking to you, but if I look past you and behind you, I see some dolls. <laughs> My babies your babies, and there are five of them that I can see, and four of them are... Four of them is colored and one's white. And one's white, and they're beautiful dolls. Oh, we see, I used to do, what did that? I used to help the Salvation Army, and there was one woman there, she'd give all of us a doll every Christmas, and that's where them dolls come from, Miss Brown. And was that, where was that, in St. Louis? Or? Yeah, St. Louis, down in Salvation Army on Euclid and uh, Delmore. How old were you then? Oh, I was plenty grown then. You were a grown I, woman? I collected them dolls after I was a woman. And every child come in here and wanted, but I won't give them to them. No. no. They wouldn't do nothing to tear them up. No, they're, they're beautiful. Did you make the clothes, or was did the clothes... I made... 
this little dress here and that little dress there and that little pink dress. Uh -huh. Yeah, I made it. Well, they're lovely. Um, I do most of them. I do all my sewing now. I made this dress. We've got company. Uh, Emma? Hmm? How did you... What, what white people did you see down in Canton? When did you ever become Canton? Uh-huh, when you were little. I didn't see any. Well, the man who's farm. Because I lived on a farm. Uh-huh. Did you ever go into town? I was 10 years old when I got in town. 10? Yeah. Because I lived 10 miles from town and mm -hmm. no way for me to get in town unless somebody take me in town. And Are you trying to find out the conditions? Are you trying to get uh, that? That voice is uh, Vera. What's your last name, Vera? My uh, last name is Dotson. Dotson, who just came in and she's uh, Emma's first cousin. Their mothers were sisters and she's going to be part of this interview. Um, so what did you think when you went into town? Huh? Can you remember what you thought when you first went into town? Well, I just can't remember that far back. It is a long way back. It sure is. So I know I'm trying well, to... Well, I know, I, I know <laughs> Papa take me into town. The first thing he'd give me was some cheese and crackers and I didn't like them. But I just as well had liked them because he made me eat them. Yeah, so I'm eating. So that's I remember that very well. Yeah, okay. It was a hard job me to eat them cheese. I didn't like them at all. Didn't like it. Um what happened about coming up here? You told me that how how did your father find out that there was work well, he went, he didn't find out from here. He went to the aluminum ore in East St. Louis. But how did he decide to go there? You, there you all were on the farm. And what happened next to make... I don't... Uh, he got a job working at the aluminum ore. Excuse me, what she's trying to find out. Was it after you... After your mother passed. Oh yeah, and, mama, mama. And and then he married. Was he married to your stepmother? Yeah. Oh, he wasn't then. He didn't marry her for five months, five years after my mother passed. Why did he decide to to come up to East St. Louis? Who my father? Yes. I don't know, dear. He just told you one day that. He told just like the old folks. Well, we're gonna move. We're gonna move. We went from. Uh, we went from, why did we move? You moved someplace else before you came yeah, here? Yeah, but I'm trying to think where did Papa move to before? Oh, Osceola, Arkansas. Where? Osceola, Arkansas. Okay. Before he moved to East St. Louis. And how many children went with you? All of them. All of you? The five of us. The, the five, five oldest. Okay. The five, five, I mean the five youngest. Five youngest. The oldest sisters would not move. 
Okay, so. But just like I said, I was only 14 years old and I wasn't telling my father what I was going to do and what I wasn't going to do. Papa told me what to do and I did what he said to. So then from Osceola or whatever? We went from Osceola, Arkansas to East St. Louis. Okay. And when you got to East St. Louis, where did you live? 2121 Missouri Avenue. All right. I've got a map here. And it does happen to have Missouri Avenue on it. Right here. Missouri Avenue. Uh-huh. And you run right through the area where the riot was, where the 1917 riot was. Now, yeah, that's where it was. So you came here in February of... February, the second day of February of 1917. 1917. And did your father know... He was hired in Osceola for... No. He was hired in East St. Louis. Oh, he just came we up. We lived in East. Oh, he came to East from, from, came to also Arkansas. But when he got ready for they were gonna hire him at the Luminor. They they call what they call him when they hire him and they don't want him. But Vera, what did you call us? Temporary. Huh? Temporary, they hired him for 90 days, temporary. No, you you remember that, no, you couldn't remember, you were nothing but a baby. What do they, what do they call these guys out when they hire them? And oh, um, like Slabs or something. They don't want them, but they have to Scabs. Take, what? Scabs? Yeah, something like that. Um, did he know before he came up here that he was going to work for aluminum ore company? No, he didn't know. Okay. So he heard there were jobs or what, what brought him? He just, do you know what brought him to uh, East Just old, old people just find, have to find something to do and he had to find him a job and he just went on over to aluminum ore and they hired him but they still didn't want him. They didn't want to hire them. That's what I was trying to think. What did they call them when they don't want them? That was when the government was, um, government had them hiring people for just to be hired. All right, so you found a place to live. You found a place in 2121 Missouri Avenue, East St. Louis. Okay. Do you remember the house? Not right away, because the night when we lived over there, that when that race ride was, they all, all the white men went out, they had to stay out in the garage, and the coal, coal shed was no garage, and they, all the white colored women, I mean white uh, kids and colored kids, they had to stay in the house with the white people, the white women. Were you living, were there any white people that lived near you? Yeah, 
fat family, they, we used, they used to call them Polacks. Mm -hmm. That family lived right next door to us. And when the race riot broke out, the white people put, didn't make no different color to what you were. They put all the children in the house, put all the men out in the coal shed, and give them all guns. And anybody come up to bother any of the women and children, kill them. That was the orders. That was the orders given by the... The, the, the government, I guess. They, that's who sent them over there to look after us. And that's what they did until finally one one guy decided that he was going to go on the side with the, the, the I don't know why, I can't call what they call these people now when they have slap or something. Did your father have a gun? Huh? Did your father have a gun? Everybody had, every man had a gun. If anybody come up to try to do anything to anybody, the father had a gun, the old boys had a gun. Emma, what was the first thing that made you know that something was happening? Did you see fire? Did you see yelling? Did you see... No, no fire, no yelling, no nothing. These white people, these Polish people just made up in their mind. If anybody come in to bother their children, they was going to kill them whether it was white or black. So it was the Polish people that gave you the guns? All, everybody had a gun with big enough car. Yeah, but I mean it was the Polish people who were kind of... Yeah, we, 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 they called them Polacks. Right. They was Polish people. Right. Okay. So they all stuck, they all stuck together too. Did nobody come up to bother, nobody. All right, so then... I'll just, you see my glasses over there. Your glasses. No. Oh. Your glasses. And here's, here's the map. And here's, uh, here's, here's Missouri Avenue where you said you lived. Oh. And here's 2nd Avenue. This, this downtown. This 3rd. Here's Collinsville, yeah. Collinsville, yeah. and uh, here's Broadway, uh -huh. Division, this is St. Louis this Avenue. This is Missouri Avenue, mm -hmm. see, that's Missouri Avenue. Right, and this had a name, this area, didn't it? Have a name? Was it the Black the Belt or something like that? The Rod era of East St. Louis. East St. Louis era, uh -huh. as it appeared about 1970. How close did you, with the Black Valley, was that what they called it? What? Uh, that area? Did you this live? This is Pickett Avenue, this is Trinley Avenue, mm -hmm. this is Market Street, that's Bond Avenue, that's the street that you run right off of that bridge. Oh. And this is Co Co 
convert. That's Brady. Did you live near the aluminum ore factory? No, no, not near. Not near? No, because see, we was way out on the side, 10th Street. That's what I'm looking for now, see. Is what, ten, what are you looking for, 10th uh, Street? Here's 10th Street right here. Yeah. So you would have lived right around here? No, we were out. That's Missouri, and no. that's 10th, right here. Well, you see, we was at 2100, 2121 Missouri Avenue at that time. So that was closer to downtown? Yep. Okay. And this is Broadway, that's downtown. This is Breed Avenue. Converge is kind of on the south side. This is Bond Avenue. So what happened, Emma, after uh, everybody was in the house and the, and the men were in the back? Did everybody stay in the house? Uh-huh. That's where you, you had to stand did there. Anybody, did anybody come to uh, try and do anything to you all? Sure. And so what did they, who came? The law, the, the government was supposed to have sent a bunch of soldiers. Uh-huh. And through these soldiers helping the people, they joined the, the crooks. So the National Guard yeah. joined the mob yeah, that's where the 13th of white people, and what did they do? Well, they tell, they tell me they caused the, the riot to get worse. Uh-huh. What did and you... And the, the government just pulled that bunch of soldiers out and put another bunch in there. But what were you seeing? You were inside the house. And, and you, you didn't see inside the house. You uh, were you were inside the house. Yeah, we was inside. The, they, I told you, they put right. all. Were you afraid? No. Did you look out the window? Didn't look out nothing. They says in the house. Mm -hmm. That's when the old folks told you in the house, you was in the house. Okay. You didn't disobey like kids do now. Uh huh. All right. And when they brought put them white men in the house. Give every white man a gun. Give every black man a gun. Mm -hmm. And say, if anybody come in here, white or black, shoot and shoot to kill. So what happened? Did anybody come? So quite a few people got killed. No, but I'm talking about what, what happened to you. Well, did nothing happened to us. Okay. Because and we was guarded. Guarded by the white family? By the no, not no white family. We was guarded by the men of the family. Of the white family? It wasn't supposed to be no white family and no, no colored family. The men was out there to guard their families. The, the white and the black men? Yeah. Uh -huh. And they said, if anybody come up here to bother any of these people, but the, kill them. The, mobs, the mobs were very bad, and had they wanted to get past those men, they could have, but they didn't come around. They didn't come around. Okay. Because they knew better than to come around. They had got their orders. Mm -hmm. you know, then there was no, your, your kid is colored, and mine is white, and the white and the blacks all got went to bed together. Them kids was, they, they was children. 
the men was there to protect their families. So was that very unusual that the white and the black should be together at that particular oh, it, time? Oh, sure it was unusual. Just like the... Uh, You said, uh, Vera looks like your mother. You must have missed your mother. Maybe what? You must have missed your mother when she died. Well, I was only 11 years old when my mother died. My mother died in 1914. <laughs> now, I was born in 1902. Mm. You know I missed her. My little sister, she was two years old, and I started crying, and she patted me on the cheek. She said, well, well, don't cry. Mommy ain't dead. She's just going to sleep. You have some tough times when you come up without a mother. But God is right from your side. He never left me alone. He was always there. When I needed him, he was there. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Yeah, but I said one tear, and she was two years old. <laughs> I just said, why do you call me Wilma? I can't say Emma. I can't say nothing but Wilma. Wilma. <laughs> I'm telling you, you 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 come up you come up without a mother, you come up on the rough side of the road. Well, I guess all the little ones were lucky to have you. I stayed with them until my father married again. Was he married when I I think I left home before he married. Uh, Emma. Mm -hmm. So we were we were back to the riot, um, yeah. and you all were in the house. So when when well, was you, it? You, when st you stayed in the house. If, they, if them old folks told you to go in the house and stay in that house, you stayed. Right. But uh, when did when when did they tell you it was all right to come out of the house? It wasn't all right. It wasn't. I'm telling you now. They've got another bunch of soldiers come in there. Uh-huh. The government taking pull that bunch of soldiers out and put another bunch in. All right. And we had to obey you you didn't you didn't play when you was mine, you know, when we come mm -hmm. in there. Kids play with, with different things. You didn't play. If they say get in the house and stay in there all day and all night, you stayed in there. Then what happened after you stayed in the house? We just stayed in there until things cleared up. How how long do you think? Honey, it was? I don't know. A day, two days? I don't. I just can't remember. I was trying to see if I see anything on this. That's um, Fifth Street. This is Missouri Avenue. That's Missouri Avenue Street down here. What did your street look like when when you did come out of the house? It was just like, all right. It was okay. Yeah. Nobody bothered your street. Did you did you see any other part of the town? Did you see any 
part that was, was there any part of town that you saw later that was? They, they burned up some of the places. Uh -huh. There was one place there, uh, I didn't see it, but they tell me it was uh, Missouri Broadway, right, let me see where it's Broadway on Broadway is um, down right here. It's a couple of streets over from Missouri. Yeah. There's this Broadway. Here is the vision. Mm -hmm. This is Broadway. Mm -hmm. And here is uh, Missouri Avenue. Mm -hmm. And this is Division Avenue. Uh -huh. And here's Broadway here. So, so are you actually telling me that, that you saw nothing? No, we didn't see anything. And that you didn't Because we wasn't allowed out. You couldn't you couldn't you wasn't allowed to But go. you didn't hear any yelling or or any loud noises or Yeah, you'd hear the hear guns shooting. You did hear guns shooting. Yeah. I was trying to find that street where it was call them Broadway, Breed Avenue, Converse Avenue, Bond Avenue, Market Avenue, Trinley Avenue. Had you had anything much to do with the Polish family uh, before this happened? Huh? Were you friendly with the Polish family next door? We were living next door to them. Yeah. When people were friendly. So we were, they, they was kind of mixed over there. East St. Louis have never been as bad as people pretend like it was. But uh, that was just a bad race ride, that was all. So the next day, and the days afterwards, do people, were they? Well, we had to just be careful. You had to be careful whatever you do, wherever you went. What's be careful mean? We're trying to get in and out of East St. Louis. But you were still a little girl, so what, what did you do? Did you go back to school? Sure, we had to go back to school when school opened. Uh -huh. but that time, you know, nobody was bothered by no school. People were trying to keep up with the kids and get the children in line. Uh -huh. Did did and uh, now the race that that the Luminor, That's where the trouble come about. They used to call them scabs. Uh -huh. Scabs. Scabs. That's what. And they didn't want the scabs working with the people. That was regular workers. Yeah, but they didn't do them any good. They went on, and one fellow said, "Well, I know one thing that did happen." So they said, "It was the Undertaker used to bring bodies, you know, pick up the dead bodies." Mm -hmm up on and bring them to St. Louis to be embalmed and uh, they tell me every time that Undertaker would bring a, a carload of dead bodies to the take back a, uh, how'd they have it, 
morning, pick up a load of dead bodies. He'd bring back a load of dead dead bodies. Every, every time he come to East Saint from St. Louis to East St. Louis with a load of dead bodies bodies, he'd bring up a load a load of dead, dead bodies, bodies back. back. Or they got killed over there and nobody didn't know nothing about it. Um what did what did being involved just a little bit in that riot uh do to you? I mean did nothing. it nothing? Well, did it, did it, uh, what did, what did you think about white people? I, at, the, at my age, honey, we didn't have time to think, you know, nothing about nobody. What were you doing that you didn't have time? What kept you? Well, just uh, trying to do the, trying to get, get out of trouble, keep out of trouble. What does keeping out of trouble mean, Emma? Tell me what that means. Well, the, the white people was trying to kill up with all the colored and colored wanted to kill up all the white, but they had to they had to calm down and let the let the good Lord take over. See, mm -hmm. you can't run it all the time. You might want to be Miss Balls. But you can't, because when God step in there, the devil's gonna have to go somewhere. So staying out of it or keeping out of it means that you should just be what? Just, just stay out of the territory. Try to stay where you know you're safe. I see. Okay. So what did that mean? Did that mean on your street or in your house? On everywhere in the house and on the street. Just try to find a safe place and get in there and stay. Okay. And when people did venture out and things did settle down... I don't know what happened. But the people that knew about this place they call the valley it up on Broadway, mm -hmm. it was a street, and down in the back was a place to call the valley. And they tell me that I didn't see it, but I heard people talk about it. They'd take this, and so every time they undertake it, would pick up a load of dead people, mm -hmm. you'd take back a load of alive. Okay. Um, when did your father decide to come to St. Louis? He lived in St. Louis quite a while before he decided to come to St. Louis. I'm trying to think when did Papa decide to come to St. Louis? On the phone you told me that Papa decided to come after the riot uh, in like 1920 or 21? Well, I told you that. That's about what I remembered. You also told me that he knew there was a strike and he needed the job. Yeah. 
You see, that's what's called scabs. Yeah, but on this tape a few minutes, a little while ago, you told me he just came up here to... Say uh, he was what? I said that you didn't say that earlier. You said that he just needed a job and came to St. Louis. He came to St. Louis. He came to, to, to Luminor, not uh -huh. St. Louis. But you... The Luminor, East St. Louis. But you, but he didn't know before he came that there was a strike. Yeah, he knew it was a strike. Before he came? Yes, he knew Okay, it was. well, on this tape earlier today, you said he didn't know that. No, that wow. So uh, he, he came... He knew it was a strike, and, and, and they call them scabs or right. something. Yes, that's right. And that's when the race riot, that's what was the cause of the race riot, because they didn't that's want right. the scabs working with the, with the, what do they call them people when they? Just workers, the regulars. Emma, did somebody down in, in, uh, um, Mississippi. Mississippi. No. Hire him down there no, to come no, up? No, 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 no. Okay. He was hired right over there in East St. Louis from the aluminum. I keep on telling you he was working. Yeah, I'm just one, I was just, some of them were recruited from the South, and that's what I was no. trying to find out. If, if some men, they were recruited on purpose. They knew that they, there was going to be trouble, but they wanted them to come up here for different reasons. But that wasn't true. I didn't know, I know nothing about no different Okay. Reason. They came up there because Papa didn't have no job, mm -hmm. and a whole lot of, of colored people didn't have no jobs. Okay. And they call them scabs. Right. All right. I knew that would come to me after a while. Uh, all right. So, so you moved to St. Louis then? Huh? So you moved to St. Louis. Yeah, well, I moved. He moved to St. He moved to St. No, but I mean, after after you decided after in 1920. I don't know when I came to St. Louis. I came to St. Louis. I know I came over in 1972. What did I say? 20. 1920, Right there, where you know where that beautiful undertaking parlor is over there now. Mm -hmm. 2121 21, 21 Missouri Avenue. That's where you live. All right. After the riot? I came on them way from over there. Did you move after the riot? I say I didn't, I didn't live over there after the riot. Oh, what did you do? I left home. Oh, you left home after the riot? Yeah. I'll tell you now, I was taking care of children up until I was 14. Uh-huh. And when I give up that job, taking care of the kids, I just left. Come on to St. Louis. By yourself? No, I don't just say by myself. I worked in prior family, stayed on place. Always worked in private family and stayed on place. Do you remember who you worked for? Oh, Mr. Maynard was one of the families. Maynard? Maynard, he worked at the, he was one of the men bosses at the Luminor. And Mr., I saw, I had his kid's picture the other day looking at him. So did you, uh, you stayed on the place? You yeah, always stayed on the place. Mm -hmm. 
I started working private family when I was 14. I think when I gave it up, I was 27. Because if you worked out otherwise, you have to get your room. You have to have a place to stay. You got to have food to eat. If you get your job staying on place, when them white people get through eating, you through eating. Wash up your dishes and you through it everything. So did you get paid? Sure I got paid. How much did you get paid? <laughs> I know one one job I have is two and a half a week. Two and a half dollars a week? Two and a half dollars a week. What was your day off? Supposed to be on Thursday, but you didn't get off until about two or two thirty. So you went to church? Yeah, I go to church sometime on Sunday. Sometime I stay home. Where did they live? Who? The people that you worked for at first. Must have been it. I don't know where he lived, but he worked at the aluminum ore. He was mm -hmm. one of the bosses there. Did you get married, Emma? Hmm? Did you get married? No, Lord. I was 27 years old and I got married. That's, yeah, but you got married at 27. 27. Did you have children? Nope. No That's children. Right. What, how long were you married? Oh, Lord. I don't know. I know I was separated from my husband. I guess you think it's sort of strange that I'm coming and asking you all these questions, don't you? No. No? You want to know something, you want to know it. <laughs> Alright. I don't want to impose on you. I want you to... But, um, I don't know how old I was when I got married. You know, you all, all those things, you blot them out of your mind. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like to uh, stop and think about all the things, you know, that I went through. Well, tell me what what you did. What what was the best part of your life, Emma? I think the best part of my life was when I got converted. Is is old Robinson when I found the Lord. I think that was the best part of my life. And you were you were little when you did that, didn't? No, you? I wasn't. I wasn't so small. Wasn't that in this in uh, Canton? Canton, no. 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 <laughs> no. I didn't get married until I was. I'd say I was twenty-seven. Well, you were talking about the Lord. We weren't talking about husbands. Oh no. Well, Emma. Because I didn't think I'd ever get a husband. Did you ever go to the movies? I used to keep up with a, with the picture, and I got sick and lost track of it. Yeah, I used to go to movies. It was a certain day of week we'd all get together and go to movies. What'd you like to see? What kind I of don't movies? know what. <laughs> I don't know the pictures I like to see. We used to have a you know a scene, a picture that comes on once a week. Uh -huh. I don't, don't ask me what it was because that's been a long time ago. When you said before that you didn't think you'd ever get married, how come? You just never did want to be bothered. Mm -hmm. 
no man. Somebody's trying to boss me around. Well, you'd been bossed a little bit, hadn't you? Yeah, but it was a very little. I mean, by your father. Oh, Papa. You just, if your Papa tell you to do something, you just do it. How, how old was your Papa when he died? 63. Oh, that was young. Mm -hmm. So he had come to St. Louis then? Oh, yeah. What did he do over here? Did he work? Who? Your father? Did no, he didn't work. Not over here. And I always, always got me a job in prior family. I stayed on place. I have a Susan, and one of the girl and nurse that comes over. I had a die last day I told her I used to take care of the kids. I said, I'd, I'd get them all in the bed and everything. I said, when I wake up the next morning, I was wet from my my collarbone all the way down to my feet. Yeah. Where, where they didn't cheat all over. Well, you're too good to them. All right, Emma, I appreciate your time, and I'm glad that when you were in that riot that nothing... That was, that was a riot. That was a riot, I'm telling you. Well, I'm glad that nothing bad happened to you. Then nothing bad happened to me, but it happened to so many other people. And I heard some colored fellows talking, well, like the Negroes. And they was talking about uh, people would, would call in and ask them to come and pick up a load of dead people. And they was thought it was all white and stuff when they got that it was all, um, it's all colored and when they get that it was all white. But colored people had killed them down south and shipped them back in. I didn't see that. I heard it. But I know I, I was big enough to realize when the race ride was when they said it was telling them to come pick up a, you know, load of Negroes. And I said, most every time they come pick them up, there was white. White had got killed instead of the Negroes. You're talking about here? You in, mean in East St. Louis. Well, you mean that the blacks killed the whites? Or the whites killed each oh. other? What are you saying? I don't know. That's, that's what I heard. They tell them to come over and, you know, have the undertaker would go over and, yeah. and one. Honey, that, that was a ride. Well, all right. Do you have any anything else about the riots that you can no. think of? Mm -mm, nothing else. I, I, I've always tried to throw that thing out of my mind. I don't blame you, and thank you. It's been nice meeting you. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a rough... It's not rough if you stop and read your Bible and see the thing here, I mean, and know the thing that the Bible said was going to happen. And it's wonderful when you can stop 
and read it and look it over and see it's happening to have already happened. Hey Emma, if you could, if you had the power to change anything and make it the way you would want it, how would you do it? What would you want? I don't think I would try to change anything. I would try to pray and get the world, the people in the world to change. Because I can't change nothing. It's up to God to change these things. How do you think God is doing? God is doing his job the way he wanted it done. Now, I know some people say, I didn't think God would put this on me. He ain't gonna put no more on you, Abel LaPere. When that book was wrote, I don't know where I was. I don't know where nobody else was. But when God wrote that Bible, when man wrote the Bible, God did write it. God revealed the man to write these things. Okay. Hmm? I said okay. Have you, haven't you ever read that? In the Bible where God revealed to man to, to uh, write the Bible? Man, or God didn't write the Bible. Man wrote the Bible. It's like John, Peter, Paul. They were, they was prophets. They prophesied for these things. And Did I ask you what church you go Baptist. to here? But here, which one? A First Baptist. First Baptist. Cardinal Bell. I was looking at one of my papers the other day. Right. Somewhere. Today is um, May 19th, and I'm back with Emma Bradford for our second interview. Um, all right, Emma, tell me the story in, in your words about coming to St. Louis in, in 1917. I came to St. Louis the second day of February. Yeah, he came to East St. Louis the second day of February, 1917. And and your father brought you. He brought not only he brought seven of us with my sister. Mm -hmm. Eight with the baby. My sister had a baby, and was eight of us with the baby. Okay, and um, my sister was oldest. It was one of my oldest sisters. You see, when old people would tell you you got to do something back in those days, you had to do it. Mm -hmm. And. And he came to St. Louis because why? I didn't come to St. Louis. East no, East St. Louis, I mean. He came to East St. Louis. And uh, he just brought us over. I was but he came for a reason. He came for a job. Uh -huh. And he had heard there were jobs here. Yeah. Okay. He was here and my brother was here, my oldest brother. So the two of the men got jobs. And those so, kids, we, you know, just, we had to come. Mm -hmm. when, when, 
When them old folks tell you you've got to do a thing, you don't tell them, ask them why. You so, just get busy and do what they say to So you came with your father and your older brother, and uh, then and my, you, one of my older sisters. And one of your older sisters, mm -hmm. and yourself, and, um, and five younger sisters. And five brothers. younger sisters and brothers. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a crowd of us coming in. All right, and uh, so you you tell me about you tell me about the jobs. Hmm. Both of them worked at the Luminor. Both of them worked at the Luminor. My brother and my father. Okay, and um, and you uh, lived in. Uh, you moved to the house. Oh, you mean the moving in? Mm -hmm. No, this white woman just moved us in with her children. You talking about the night of the riot? Huh? You mean the night of the riot? Yep. All Did she come to the door and say, just come on, everybody? She said, all children come in and go and go to bed. And go to bed. And uh, all the men go out to the... Uh, Cold shit. And what was happening in the house? All your children. All of us children was in the bed. In the bed. Children had to go to bed. She, she had fixed the bed for us and told us to go to bed, and there was nobody in there but children. Did she have children too? Yes, she had children. And her so children and mine and 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 our um, her children and old folks children. They all slept together. All slept together. Mm -hmm. And she helped. Did, did you all eat together and oh, yeah. fix food and and? Uh, and there wasn't no race, race trouble that night. No race trouble. Nope. That night in that house. Nope. That's the that was that was the night like when Jesus was around. See, when the good Lord is in, the devil is out. Did you all pray together? Oh yeah, we had to live together. I and mean, did 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 the white woman? Did you all? Did the white woman? Do you remember their name? No, I don't. I know my sister's name was Lily. But do you remember the white Polish woman's name? No, I don't. I don't remember her name at all. She was just there, you know. Was we, was house. All, we, we was all in the same house, and the uh, children was all in the same bed. Had had you and she been friendly before no. that night? Mm -mm. She just lived next door. Just lived. The woman lived next door, and she had her children. And the race riot was going on. I was afraid somebody's gonna get killed, so they just put all the women, all the women, you know. With the and the children together. When you say all the women from your family, you mean? Well, you see, my sister was there. Was there anybody else's family there besides? No, just her, just, just just the two families. Just the two families. After the and so, can you tell me anything else about being inside the house? No, nothing. No, you know, children play together, and they don't. It's no color when you come down to children. No. No. Children don't know. All the people is what puts all that devil in the kids. 
They don't know one race from another one. No. If people would leave their children alone, this would be a happy world to live in. But no, she's black and this one's white. And forget it. Forget the color race. I called a woman the other day, Miss. I gotta put on your slip, Mrs. Uh, Miss Haglin. I hadn't known, I hadn't seen Miss Haglin in a long time. But I, when I called her, she was sick and I was sick. And so I said to her, I said, Miss, uh, I said, Mr. Gunther. I said, Mr. Gunther? He said, yeah. I said, this is them. Oh, my God. When have I heard from you before? I said, well, the last time I called Mr. Gunther, I said, I was awful sick, and Miss Gunther was awful sick. Both of us were sick. And I just decided I wouldn't bother you all until somebody got well. And when she came to the farm, oh, Emma, I'm so glad to hear from you. I haven't heard you in a long time. I said, I know it because the last time I called you, Miss Gunther, I said, you were sick, and I was sick. And Barbara was that taking care of you, which was her daughter. And I said, I just decided to wait until things kind of cooled down. But she's up now. Mm -hmm. Now, these, are these people that you worked for? Yeah, I started working for her in 42. In 42. I got another, I got two more families I started working for them 50 years ago. And who, are, who are they? Mrs. Roberts, Elsa Roberts, used to be Star Time people. And, uh, what was this other one? Miss Roberts and Miss Gunther and, uh, and somebody else, they'll come to me after a while. Okay. Um, I'd like to know about uh, sometime, uh, uh, something about when you worked for people, what it was like. Um, would you like to pick uh, one of the families and talk about maybe the one you remember the most? Oh, I, liked, I liked them all. I picked, five, I picked seven families when I got ready to retire. Mm-hmm. So. You'd work for seven families? Well, I worked for more than that. See, I went from house to house. When you came after the riots, a couple of, you know, and I think oh, you well, said. Oh, that was a long time after the riots. How riot. did you find your first job? I don't ask me. <laughs> you, okay. What was the, what was, what it was, was the job that's like uh, taking care of babies. Yeah, but did you look in the paper or? I don't know how I got them jobs. See, I worked from the time I was 14 until I was 27. Mm -hmm. And that's a long time. That's 80 years is a long time to remember them jobs and people. But they were so nice. Very nice people to work for. And, and, uh, you said you, I think last week you told me you made $2.50. $2.50 a week. And that would have been in 1920 uh, or 21, you think? Yeah, back in those. Uh -huh. When you retired, Emma, what were you making? About $10 a day. $10 a day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you were on the place? 
You oh yeah, I stayed on plates. Always though. stayed on the plates. I love to stay on my plates. Tell me, tell me, why did you love it? Because when you get up and they.